0: Welcome to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode, we are so excited to welcome Kate from Bookmarks, Ashley's favorite independent bookstore in Winston-Salem,
1: North Carolina. If you follow me on Instagram, it should be no surprise to you that I absolutely love my independent bookstore. Bookmarks is actually both an independent bookstore and a literary arts nonprofit. And that basically means that in addition to you know, creating that sense of community through the indie bookstore experience. It also serves a greater purpose of contributing um, back into our community through enhancing literary arts. Uh, And I'm really excited to get to talk to Kate a little bit more about, you know, what it's like to be a bookseller um, in 2020 and just in general, what it's like to manage a bookstore and um, just all the things that make, you know, supporting small businesses and especially businesses with an emphasis on reading definitely it's all of our uh, you've got mail dreams
0: <laughs> I think a lot of us have um, at one point or another dreamed of working in a bookstore owning a bookstore all of that and I think definitely this year we've learned that you know our bookstores mean so much more to us than just a place where we get to purchase our books and obviously we understand that everyone has different financial situations and however you get your books consume your books um, we know you're doing it in the way that works for you we hope that in this episode we'll be able to share some ways that you can support the small businesses and bookstores in your area through both financial and the non-financial ways because they're both equally important
1: yeah and some of the things that Kate talks about in this interview are obvious but they were also so surprising to me in like duh moments So um, I'm just really thankful for Kate and for Bookmarks taking the time out of their day to talk with us. So here is our conversation with Kate.
0: Well, hi, Kate. Welcome to Read It or List It. We are so excited to have you. Um, I hope one day I get to visit bookmarks (laughs) when the world is safe and healthy again and we're able to travel a little bit. But we're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, So we would love for you to begin if you could introduce yourself to our listeners a little bit. um, Tell them about yourself and what you do. Sure. Sure
2: listeners. I am the floor manager at Bookmarks. Uh, I have worked here for a little over a year now. Uh, it's been a really great and really interesting year, especially the last nine months. Uh, before this, I worked at the bookshelf in Thomasville, Georgia. So this is my second bookstore. Uh, and pretty much every day, I am responsible for the day-to-day processes at the bookstore. So I supervise our bookselling team. I manage online orders. Um, I get to make decisions about displays and the fun bookish items that we get to stock in the store. So those are all kinds of things that I do.
0: Well, that seems like the best parts to do. It's pretty fun. (laughs) Getting to do all the accessories and all of that. Um,
1: And then also when you are, when the world is healthy and normal and we get to have authors come and visit the store, I know sometimes you get to lead those discussions like our, we had the, um, I think the la- one of the last live events I went to at Bookmarks was when Mia Sosa yeah. came and you led the romance um, book club discussion
2: with her. Yes, that was so much fun. Uh, Beth and I run the romance book club here at Bookmarks, and uh, Mia Sosa was our first and our last in-person event. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet.
0: There's specifically a romance book club? Yes,
2: we yeah. are a romance book club. And most of the time, we have the author come to our book club meeting. It has been delightful. Oh, that's awesome! I
0: didn't know that. Actually, you never mentioned
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like one of the some, one of the questions I always get when is is how do you find like when you move to a new place, how do you find a book club in your area? And I'm like, have you gone to your independent bookstore? Because I guarantee you, they've got a list of them. They may have one their own, and like that's like your first. Way of being able to connect with other readers in your community is just go to your independent bookstore and
2: ask somebody. Absolutely, that's how I met Bookmarks people. I that literally the first day that I lived in Winston Salem, I went to Bookmarks and I joined a book club.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ashley, when did you discover Bookmarks?
2: When did
1: I um, gosh? I don't know. I moved to I moved to North Carolina in 2015, so what would that have been for bookmarks? Because they're, they're fairly new. Um,
2: Yeah. We opened the store in 2017. Okay. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. So it was, it was after it wasn't when I first moved to North Carolina, it was after that. And I think I, like someone had said like, Brand new independent bookstore opening, and it's nonprofit, and I was so intrigued and excited. I don't even know what I did before. Well, I was in law school, so <laughs> the first two years yeah. were a wash, anyways, for my reading.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: actually um, a great a great segue, Ashley, because I think some people don't really know the difference between like a for profit bookstore and a nonprofit bookstore. So I don't know if you are able to speak on that, Kate, but could you explain the difference?
2: Yeah, I can talk a little bit about that. So for bookmarks, we are one organization. We are a nonprofit. We support the literary arts in the Winston-Salem community. And we happen to have a bookstore too. And we really see the bookstore as fitting in with our mission. We provide a space for community members to gather. Uh, But we do sell books as well. As a nonprofit, uh, we We don't have special sales. We don't do special discounts. Uh, But you know that everything that you pay to buy a book from us, all the profit goes back to the community and supports the mission that we have here. Very cool.
0: That's awesome. Um, I lived in New York City for a really long time and my fiance and I just recently moved um, upstate New York uh, due to some things with uh, the pandemic. But I've not been able to obviously it's hard to to fight like go out into the community right now um, but one of my favorite parts of like living in the city was strolling around and finding mm-hmm. these kind of like hole-in-the-wall bookstores that have been there for years and years and people are like really devoted to keeping them there. I think we do find that you know the Everybody's on a different budget. Something that we mentioned um, before we welcomed you onto the show is that, you know, everybody has a different financial situation, but an independent bookstore is so much more than a store. It really is a community. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I love how I feel like every time I buy a book from bookmarks, I am like one supporting a business in like, you know, to allow it to keep its storefront open but then i also know that it's directly benefiting like you know literacy efforts and other things that bookmarks does and like the festival which is one of was so sad that we didn't get to have that this yes. year yes oh, it's so that is the coolest thing um ever which is basically like this giant festival of readers and authors Wait, the biggest one in North Carolina? Biggest in
2: North Carolina, yep. Yeah, and
1: oh and like there are all these authors that come um, and there's signings and there's special events and it takes over the whole downtown area and it's just like a giant festival to celebrate books. It's so cool. I love that.
2: I hope I get to yeah. go one day. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been our 16th festival this year if it had happened. So next year will be our 16th festival and we're very excited.
0: Well, besides all of those wonderful things, what do you think is the best part of working for an independent bookstore?
2: Oh, the absolute best part is getting to talk about books all day, both with our customers and with the authors we do events with, but with my colleagues as well. And that connects directly to the sense of community that we mentioned. Like we really do have this sense of community where people come in and they chat with us about what they're reading and they say, oh, I love that book that you recommended last time. Uh, It's pretty fantastic. It's my favorite thing. Well,
0: I was telling one of my friends earlier today, I was like, oh, we're having, we're doing a, a special on the podcast about independent bookstores. And I'm really excited because we've never, Like, we've had um, other readers on, we've had authors on, obviously, but we've never really gotten to talk about what it's like to be a bookseller and a reader in that sense. And she was like, I'm so excited because my dream is to sell books.
1: Oh, it's so much fun. (laughs) It was my dream, too. I think about it all the time. I, I don't know how often I say this to Phoebe, but like, or to anybody, I just, I would love if I could do it, like if I could have have my job that I spent a lot of money and a lot of years (laughs) in school for and also work at it. Like I would love to drop everything and just work at a bookstore and get to talk about books all day long. I mean, I guess I kind of do that anyways with Instagram, but like the ideal life is to get to do something that like benefits your community while talking about books all day long. It's like, Oh, that's everything.
2: And you never know what will happen. I did six years Uh, at school and one year as a professor, and now I'm a full-time bookseller. So you never know. Very
0: true. The world works in mysterious ways. So would you consider, I mean, obviously, like if it was your dream and now you're doing it, would you consider yourself a devoted reader? And like, how often do you read? Like, what is the, this is like a triple question. I just have so many questions, I guess. Um, So I'll let you answer that. And then I have a follow up.
2: <laughs> okay, yes, I am absolutely a devoted reader. I have basically not stopped reading since I learned how to read. And I've always made time for it. Even through grad school, it was my favorite thing to do with my spare time. I read everything. Do
1: you think your reading has kind of, ch- I, I was thinking about this today, how actually John, my husband was asking me, um, he's like, you've been reading a lot of fantasy lately. And I'm like, yeah. And, and he's like, why? And I'm like, well, you know, I think we all need some escapism right now. But I think it just reminded me of why I became a reader. Like, I remember being like, cooped up in my room, not leaving for, I felt like days, just immersed in a book. And that's how I'm feeling in 2022. I feel like it brings me back to my roots, but there were so many years where I was a totally different type of reader. And I was like reading, like, I don't know, different genres and analyzing more than just absorbing. And I don't know. So has your reading at all kind of changed
2: over the years? Um, I've always been pretty omnivorous about Seven years ago, I decided I wanted to make a commitment to reading diversely and started seeking out books by people of color or people from different backgrounds. And that changed how I read. And then when I started working for my first bookstore, I started reading. um, I hadn't read middle grade books. I hadn't read as many young adult books over through grad school. Uh, So getting to read picture books and chapter books and all kinds for all age ranges is is something that I do as a bookseller this could be a hard
0: question this was my follow-up because I didn't let you know beforehand that this was something that I was interested in but what is the best book that you've read because of being a bookseller so something you don't think you would have found or discovered without working at either of your bookstores
2: that is a great question you can think on it if you want. Um, <laughs>
0: we can come back to it at the
2: end. <laughs> you can't I bet it would like... be. I can't think of a specific title right off the top of my head, but I bet it would be an author whose book I might not have picked up if I hadn't met the author and been delighted by them.
0: I feel like that's sometimes how it works out with our interviews too, like a book that I wouldn't necessarily have gravitated towards, but because they the option to have them on the podcast comes up, I'm like, all right, like I'll go for it. And I have found so many new genres and authors who I've fallen completely in love with.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like for debut authors too, that's a big, that's a big point because yes. otherwise we wouldn't have found them. And then it's like, oh my gosh wow, thank you for coming into the, onto the scene. Thank you for writing this book. And now I'm going to buy everything that you have, the, everything that you'll write
2: in the future too. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I love to love an author's new book, and then go buy their entire backlist, because I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, yeah, we're
0: a little familiar with that. <laughs> um, when, when Ashley discovered, uh, like, the ACOTAR book series this year, oh, okay. she, uh, um, I felt very special, because she sent me a box from bookmarks <laughs> um, of the new covers, and I was like, oh, look, it's like I was there, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> So we we absolutely love that. Um, but speaking of these authors, like, do you have a favorite genre or a favorite author? And have you had the opportunity um, to meet any of those authors, like, when, if they come into the
2: store? Uh, I feel like I've been very lucky with this, but and it was hard to pick one to talk about. So I'm going to talk about romance because that has. I got into romance uh, maybe about three years ago, but this year has really been my year of romance. I've read so many. Uh, So I'm going to go with that for my current favorite genre. And I have been so lucky to meet so many of my favorite romance authors. There are too many of them to name, but uh, I've met Jasmine Guillory and Carrie Winfrey in person. Um, I've met Alexis Daria and Alexa Martin online and just so many others. And they are all just The most wonderful humans you could meet. I am amazed by Romance Landia. Yes.
1: I am blown away consistently by the like CVs, resumes of the romance authors that I've like read this year, last year, that I've met. I mean, they are absolutely amazing um, people and their books are so good. I cannot wait for um, some more. Uh, events that you've got at bookmarks with these authors.
0: Yes. My jaw dropped when you said Alexis Daria because you ha- you had me at Ola was like probably oh, my famous so pa- favorite romance of the year. Um I'm an actor, so I it was just like I loved every minute of it. And you said you met her online, so yes. how have how how have the online events versus the in-person events? How have they been? Like how have they a change? Do you feel like people are, because I feel like with the online events, more people are like, oh, I don't, I can go do that because I can do it from my living room. Um, Even though having the in-person events, I'm sure is like so much more magical, but I yeah. think there has been something great about having a little bit more accessibility with these online events.
2: Definitely. I mean, look, we love in-person events. We love having an author come to the store and getting to show them our favorite restaurants and get them coffee from our favorite coffee shops and things. But the amazing thing about the past nine months has been the virtual events. Uh, I mentioned at the beginning, we have had our author visits uh, in every single romance book club meeting. And that's because we've been virtual. We couldn't do that every month if we were Mm -hmm. in person. Uh, We've had members come from all over the country and we're, we're pretty attached to that now. I don't think we can give up the virtual component of our romance book club, even if we go back to meeting in person in the aftertimes,
1: <laughs> the See far that away after times. <laughs> and that's such a good, like, so listeners, that means that you could join bookmarks romance book club, yes. no matter where you are, and you get to read a book every month
2: and get to talk to the
1: author about that book. How cool it's is that? So
2: much fun. It's the highlight of my month.
0: We'll have to um, include that in our our show notes that we post on our websites. So we'll have to include how you can um, find out how to join the Romance Book Club, which I keep wanting to say the Bromance Book Club, which <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular Romance Book Club. And uh, I
1: also think it's so cool because I, I also I think one of the um, author events that I went to this year was um, Ishmael Beah when um, Little Family came out. I think that was April. Um, and, you know, here's somebody who's like international traveling all the time for his job. And he was able to, you know, be at an event um, for bookmarks in North Carolina, even though I think he was in L.A. at the time. Um, and that's just such a another unique cool thing with these virtual events is that there may be authors that maybe couldn't have committed. Um, I know he was originally going to come to Winston-Salem, but that, you know, in the future, more authors who maybe couldn't travel to North Carolina because of other existing um, commitments, now they're able to come um, and speak with readers virtually.
2: Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fun.
0: Well, that's definitely, I'm assuming, a blessing of what it's been like working during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, but can you just like, what has it been like as an independent bookstore um, during the pandemic? I mean, any more
2: blessings,
0: some of the hardships?
2: I mean, the, the biggest blessing is the sense of community, which I think we feel in bookmarks every day anyway, but knowing that our community has supported us to help us get through the past nine months has been incredible. Uh, like we really can't thank you enough for that support um, people leave us little notes in the online order comment box and mm. it warms my heart um uh, as far as what it was like it's really been a trajectory after we closed in march um march and april were sort of this period that uh, my co-worker caleb and i now refer to as the dark times <laughs> uh, <laughs> because during the dark times we only had one person work in the store at a time so that was me and caleb so caleb worked monday wednesday friday i worked tuesday thursday saturday and we each came in and spent about 10 hours a day processing online orders receiving boxes of new books that we promptly put in new boxes to ship out to people and just left each other's notes at the end of the day um it was it was awesome that we had the support but it was definitely quite a lonely time Mm. And then we just started bringing people back in phases, Uh, we started doing curbside pickup, we started bringing our booksellers back to help facilitate that. We started opening for reserved appointments and then we added walk-in appointments and now it really does feel like a new normal, it feels like this is what we're doing, it feels like we're a bookstore again. Um, But we will be really hard on you about your masks
1: good we
0: love to hear that (laughs) and I'm not I'm not trying to start anything but leaving notes from one bookseller to another that sounds a little bit like a (laughs) (laughs) rom-com
1: I was we, just thinking that it sounded like, doesn't that happen in the flat
2: chair? I mean, yes, that's yes I hadn't
0: thought about that. But. That's what it was making me think of, where it was just like, oh, like, if it was some like, in a non-pandemic rom-com, if it was, like, someone who worked the night shift versus yeah. someone who worked during days, and be like, just leave a little note, but they never meet.
1: <laughs> I was <gonna laughs> just have- I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I've ever met Caleb in person, but he, every time I make an order, um, he writes a little note on the, um, on, like a little bookmark from bookmarks that says like, thank you for your order, Ashley. And so I feel like I know him because I get all these little notes from him every time I place an
2: order. Well, you can meet him every month by coming to our bookmarks trivia. He is the best trivia host he's so popular
1: I've got to I've got to do the book I see I always the reason I always hold off on the book trivia is because I feel like that you know will set me that will put me in my place as to how little (laughs) I know about books and in my mind I think I know everything and then I'll go to a book trivia with like real readers and (laughs) and I'm oh
2: it's so much fun though (laughs) you could do it y'all could be a team it would be the best
0: that sounds so fun what besides okay so we've got trivia we have a romance book club we have all of these author events um are there any other type of events that Booksmark bookmarks does
2: oh we have a few other book clubs uh we have the bookmarks book club which has been going for a few years now and jamie our interim executive director leads that one they read a totally different book every month um, and one of our booksellers, Kat, runs a book club called New Adventures, where they try to expand their genre reading habits. Um, and we have had been lucky to have so many author events, uh, some local events with local authors. Of course, Charlie Lovett is one of our local authors, and he had a big book release. So we got to do a virtual book signing with him, which was pretty fun. How do you do um, a
0: virtual book
2: sign? I guess it wasn't totally virtual. We had <laughs> we had him set up in the store and we like kind of funneled people in okay. a time to get their books signed. And then he did an event later that night and you could order your signed book from him. Um, and he has a little stamp for how he stamps the title page. And people saw the stamp in the event and then they were so excited to get their signed and stamped book
0: in the mail oh that's delightful. so cool
2: <laughs> that's awesome
0: um I know I just one of these days when I when it's safe to travel I really can't wait I want to do like a bookstore tour of the United States where
1: <laughs> oh, that
2: sounds so fun
1: um that's what like. I was doing before or not a tour of the whole cu- country that would be great but I was cataloging all the bookstores across the state of North Carolina I think I had gotten up to I'd visited like maybe 20 or in or around 20 used and, um, independent bookstores. And then all of a sudden the world shut down and I'm like, well, at least I have these fun little pictures and videos. I took (laughs) like of (laughs) all these places across the, across the state, but like, that's so much fun because every bookstore, every independent bookstore has its own like flavor and style and decor. And, um, and that's just so fun to see the personality of these, um, bookstores shine through.
0: Obviously, you mentioned that you know Bookmarks doesn't do any um, special sales and all of that. So there, I know there's ways that we can support independent bookstores if we don't have the budget to always purchase a full price books, um, like things with Libro.fm and Bookshop.org. Um, do you have any other suggestions
2: on ways that people can support independent bookstores? I do. I have kind of a two part answer to this. I thought yeah. I would talk about my own book consumption habits. And then I have two things that are super easy to do that don't cost any money at all. Perfect. Um, so my personal book shopping habits are obviously I spend way too much money at bookmarks. Um, mm-hmm. no one wants to know how much money I spend here. It's probably pretty embarrassing. Um, also <laughs> awesome. Um, but not, you know, it's, it's hard to buy new books all the time. I can't afford to buy all the new books that I would love to buy. So I love a good used bookstore, and I always use a used bookstore trip as a chance to expand my backlist and to look out for the things that I have missed. Uh, I am a religious library user, so if I know for sure I am never going to reread a book, but I really want to read it, I get it from the library. And then I buy all of my new books at Indies, Uh, mostly bookmarks because it's convenient, but also other bookstores around the country that I like to support as well. Um, So I think really good advice about how can I prioritize my book buying at Indies is to prioritize new releases. Uh, You can pre-order at Indies, which is super helpful both to booksellers and to authors. Uh, Really can't overstate how helpful that is. Um, It helps us know that there's interest in a book if we see pre-orders coming in, and then we might order more of them to have a stack on hand at the store. So that's a really good way to help Indies. Um, And then my two things you can do to support indies without spending any money at all. One is to engage with us on social media. Uh, For bookmarks, we actually have a new team member who we're really excited about who's focusing on our social media now, and we're excited about some cool things that she's going to start doing with our Instagram page. So if anyone wants to like our page and see what she's doing, it would be super great to help us get to 10,000 followers. We need that swipe up so badly, and we're so close. You are preaching to the choir. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be a huge help. Uh, yeah. does it doesn't cost a cent. And the other thing you can do is come to our events and invite your friends. Um, Many of our events are free and that's part of our nonprofit mission of making the literary arts accessible. Um, And some of our events are what we call pay what you can events. So Mm -hmm. you can, if you really truly can't afford to come to an event, you can make a donation of a dollar or two if that's what you can afford and you can still get to go to the event. So that's a really great way to have become part of our community even if yeah. your budget is tight. So
0: we will definitely, we will link bookmarks information and all of that. So go give them a follow. Um, I think anyone who listens to our, our podcast knows how much um, a like and a comment cost you nothing. And it really makes, makes a huge, huge difference. Um, but I know I, I mentioned bookmark, uh, bookshop.org and Libro FM. Um, which can be used for audiobooks so what have those like what is the introduction of those meant has has it made a big difference
2: um, for bookmarks uh, Libro is fantastic and it is so helpful uh, to have something that we can give people in the store if they want to buy audiobooks that's easier than saying we can special order this $50 mm-hmm. 60 mm-hmm. set for you <laughs> which uh, no one really does that so this is Libro is fantastic it's super convenient and easy and uh we love we love Libro FM Uh, and you
1: also have um you also have ebooks right on your people can go through like I think it's is it hummingbird or something yeah um
2: the the site is called my must reads and then they're hummingbird ebooks and they work just like any other ebook but that's a way to buy your ebooks from an indie bookstore
0: I didn't even know that was possible. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, We learned something. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, Okay. I I have to know because one of my, I think as a book lover, when you get a book that is about book lovers or about a bookstore, it is, um, I feel like it's inside jokes that are written just for us. (laughs) Um, So do you have a favorite book about a bookstore? Okay. I thought about this
2: really hard. And I decided to go with my number one favorite book about a bookstore, even though people have definitely heard of this book. It is 84 Charing Cross Road by Helene Hunt is my favorite Uh, bookstore book.
0: I actually had never heard of that book, but I do a series on my blog called Pages as Planes, um, where, because obviously we can't travel right now, and I found 84 Charing Cross through that when I was doing one on London, and it is now on, um, I'm saving it for January, because I feel like it'll be a good, like, post-Christmas read. It
2: is, its amazing i read it again and again and again and i think it's perfect for what it's like to be part of a bookstore community right now because helene lives in new york city and she becomes friends with this entire bookstore team in london just through writing them letters when she's ordering her books Mm -hmm. and it's so delightful uh it's post world war ii so sometimes she sends them some food that they can't get in london and Oh, it's, it's delightful, but it's, it really speaks to today, like, what it's part to become, what it's like to be part of a bookstore community, even if you're not part of that local community.
0: Yeah, that's, I love that. I always tell people that, like, I like finding a bookstore when I'm like on vacation or something is one of my favorite things. And now with, um, places like Libro FM, you know, you can change where your money goes every month. And so if you have a bookstore in a place that means a lot to you, 1499 a month, like if, if I know for some people that's not possible, but, um, if you don't get to visit it very often, that's a great way to like put into this community that holds a special memory for you. Um, so I'm so excited to read that book. That sounds so magical. Yeah.
2: I just have
1: a smile on my face. I mean, I um I moved recently and now I'm 30 minutes away from bookmarks and it's really I mean, I was 15 before, but so it's really not that big <laughs> difference. But um it's like I and you know, obviously with the pandemic, it's I've had less time to go into the store um as before. And so it's like just so nice to to talk to you here and just remember why. Um, I love bookmarks so much. I think that it is no surprise if you follow me on Instagram that I mention it about every <laughs> second I can. So I'm just, you know, absorbing all of this information. And um, I'm just so happy that we've got a really great independent bookstore in our area that also serves such a great... Um, purpose to our community. And for all of our listeners out there that are not local to North Carolina, Phoebe, and, you know, anywhere around your country, I guarantee you there's an independent bookstore near you um, that does something similar or can give you that same community feel. So I urge everybody to kind of just invest in your community and, and look to see what you've got out there.
0: If you're interested in trying to find an independent bookstore in your area, if you use IndieBound.com or or .org, I think um, that can help you pinpoints a, bo- a bookstore near your geographic location um, which all of this information um, I'll have linked in our show notes on um, my website but before we say goodbye to Kate, um, Kate do you have any final thoughts for our listeners especially as you know we approach the end of the year, the holidays, anything else that we can do to support our <laughs> these special institutions okay. in our communities?
2: Oh well We appreciate all of our customers so much and all of the people who come to our events and we have so much appreciation for you. Uh, I guess if you want to continue to holiday shop and you're starting to approach these mailing deadlines, these shipping deadlines that are looming. uh, I would remind everyone that your bookstores sell gift cards, your bookstores sell Libro FM memberships. You can pre-order them a book that they're really excited about that's coming out in 2021, and you can still support us even after we can't get things to you by December 25th.
1: Well, that's
0: great advice. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today, Kate. I'm really, really excited to have our listeners listen to this episode. Um, And like I said, if you are looking for an independent bookstore in your area, we'll have lots of information and resources uh, to help you find one.
2: Thank you so much, you guys. This was really, really fun. Yeah, thank you so much.
0: Okay, first thing, when we are allowed to travel again, I cannot wait to visit bookmarks. I mean, it'll be great to visit you and all of
1: that, but I really... First (laughs) bookmarks, second Ashley. Um, Bookmarks, Watson, then Ashley. (laughs) John's going to be mad he didn't make that list.
0: Oh, well, John is the top of the list. Obviously, he and I might be the most similar people.
1: (laughs) I'll bring some figs. Uh, everybody in my life is like, if they're not a one, they're married to a one. I don't know why you guys gravitate towards us. It's unfortunate. <laughs> uh. well,
0: so wonderful to speak to Kate. I think she has such a wonderful presence uh, about her. And I think you can really, really hear that and how she speaks about
1: her love of bookmarks. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And there are a couple things that uh, we didn't mention in the interview, but sparked our memory or you know, sparked our thoughts after finishing. Um, a couple other things that that Bookmarks has is they have a signed first editions club, um, which is really, really cool. Uh, it's basically an opportunity where you're guaranteed a book a month. You pay the price of the book, uh, plus tax and shipping if you have to get it shipped to you, um, that is curated by the booksellers as being a book that is... Something that is is timeless, something that is essential for your collection as a reader, uh, a book that's just going to be very impactful. There have been uh, books routinely that are shortlisted for the National Book Award and other really you know high book uh, awards with a lot of high literary merit that have made that list, and. Um, through this you get a copy of that book and it is signed by the author and another benefit of that is because it's a signed first editions a, edition a lot of the times you get that book without any added on adage on it like no um book club stickers or anything like that because it's it's the very first copy of the book I got Ishmael Bea's book Little Family I got uh, I The Nickel Boys um by Colson Whitehead a lot of really great books I've gotten through that program. So you can sign up for that through their website. Um, And it also comes with a lot of other great added benefits like free tickets or discounted tickets or first chance at tickets to some of their bigger events, which a lot of those are virtual now. So it's something that you could gift to somebody um, or for yourself that doesn't require you to physically be near North Carolina or near bookmarks. Yeah, so if you are
0: still holiday shopping or you have a birthday like us (laughs) um, towards the end of the year or in January, it's a great thing to add to your list. I am definitely going to be signing up for it as well, and I am nowhere near North Carolina. But that is, uh, like Kate said in the episode, one of the beauties of this uh, virtual world that we have right now is getting to connect in that way.
1: Yeah, and then speaking of connecting – Uh, Phoebe mentioned IndieBound as a way that you can find independent bookstores in your area. Another good resource is BookstoreLink.org, which will um, connect you to an independent bookstore that carries a specific book that you're looking for. So if you're looking for a new release or you're looking to pre-order a book, which is another thing that Kate reminded us is a great way to support both authors and independent bookstores, you can use BookstoreLink.org to locate that book. Um... Out at, at an indie that you want to support and find it a lot quicker than searching on Google. For sure. I'm so excited about this. It was such a joy to have Kate on
0: and I hope that in the future we can do more episodes like this. But if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe to read it or list it so that you never miss an episode.
1: And stop by today's Instagram post at read it or list it Pod with your thoughts on today's episode. You can find links to everything mentioned in today's episode on our websites,
0: ReadAndWrite.com and ShelfLoveBookBlog.com, including where to find Kate and
1: the Bookmarks team on social media. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ReadAndWrite and at underscore ShelfLove underscore to find out how you can be a part of read it, or list it. Sometimes I wonder if people actually type underscore to find you. <laughs> Do you have? Can you just type in, start typing in my name or shelf, and it will. I pop have up? always
0: just been able to type in shelf, and you come up first. But I think oh. it's because I talked to you constantly. But I, went, I wonder if anyone ever literally typed the word underscore to find <laughs> you. But anyway, <laughs> we'll be back next week with more fun like this <laughs> and another special episode to celebrate the season. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
1: Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at readitorlistitpod. All rights reserved, 2020.